The federal judge overseeing the former president's classified documents case delivered his team a major setback today. Judge Eileen Cannon said she will not delay the trial start date scheduled for May of next year. It's something they've repeatedly demanded. Last week, she appeared to lean toward a delay and the need to make it, in her words, reasonable adjustments, unquote, to the timing of the case. That did not happen today. But she did say that she will revisit the decision in March, just days before he's set to go on trial in the special counsel's other federal investigation into attempts to overturn the 2020 election. Judge Cannon today did agree with the former president's team that they need more time to prepare for the case, and they, she pushed back several filing deadlines, including those that involve reviewing the classified documents at the, the heart of this case. Joined now by CNN political analyst Maggie Haberman of The New York Times. She's also the author of Confidence Man, The Making of Donald Trump, and The Breaking of America. So what do you think, Maggie, the judge's decision to not delay the classified documents means for the former president and his team? Anderson, I think it's a, a play for time. She literally was essentially splitting the decision. She gave herself until next year to revisit it. As you note, this is going to happen around the time that he is going on trial in D.C. or scheduled to. So she will look at that calendar and decide whether she has to move hers. And, and there are reasons to believe that there would be movement in the other trial and she would have to. The Trump team still feels pretty confident. And granted, a lot of this is because Trump appointed Judge Eileen Cannon. And so fairly or not, he reads into whatever she does and believes that it's going to benefit him. But there is reason to believe that she might delay it until after the election. I think she is going to look at all of the other cases and what is happening and then make a decision. But I don't think this is over for the Trump team. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly was good news that she pushed back filing, you know, deadlines for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this was something they were looking for. Anything that gets to a sense of delay, which has just been the mantra the whole time, is very good for them. And it is, again, I know we've talked about this, but it's just contrary what you're seeing in D.C., where Judge Tanya Chutkin, in the case related to Trump's efforts to subvert the 2020 election, she is clearly trying to press ahead. And so we will see how this all ends up. But there's a massive amount of discovery in both cases. There are fewer issues related to classified information in the January 6th related one. Uh, but, but you are going to hear this over and over, and it really is a tale of two, two judges. Also, I mean, what would two federal trials held in the spring, if that, in fact, did happen, mean for his campaign? I mean, given his appearances at the civil trial, I, I guess he could use, I mean, if he wanted to appear at both trials, he could just ping back and forth and use those essentially as, I mean, there's going to be plenty of coverage, so he could get in front of cameras there, I suppose. They can't overlap, Anderson. He has to physically be present in each courtroom as a criminal defendant, unlike what happened in the New York case. So he's not going to have his pick of jurisdiction. You're going to see these judges in these four cases look at the calendar and look at what others are doing. Judge Cannon's case is expected to start after Judge Chutkin's already. I expect it will you know, potentially start much after. But you are correct that because Trump will be off the trail, he will be using this in fundraising pitches and he'll hold a rally, you know, once a week, maybe, and he'll talk about all the things he always talks about. Uh, but it will actually have the effect of, in a weird way, quieting him because he can't pull the same kinds of stunts in a, in a federal criminal court case that he did in this New York civil trial. What is the former president's mindset these days? I mean, obviously, his legal problems are mounting. He's still polling well. Any sense of how confident he is? There is an enormous amount of energy invested in... Trump portraying himself as fine and nothing bothering him 
and you are seeing that come out in various ways. Uh, people who are, are in contact with him frequently will acknowledge he is very, very angry. He also clearly does not want to be sentenced to prison. They are feeling good about his chances in the election. They would like to get through the primary. That While they, on the one hand, suggest that this primary is a fait accompli, they acknowledge that they have to get through Iowa, which has just never been a great state for Trump. But if he wins Iowa, it's much harder for anyone to stop him. And they look at the, you know, a variety of public polling about Joe Biden, and they feel good. Now, President Biden is a year out from re-election and things can look a lot different uh, but that's the mindset right now it is really about winning and winning in part anderson as a as a means of dealing with these cases in, in the in the civil uh, fraud trial i mean donald trump jr he's, he's going to be the first defense witness called monday um mm -hmm. i've been really struck just how no one in the trump family really claims to actually be running the company and responsible for any of the financial statements. I mean, the two sons certainly talked a big game in the past about their important roles running the company in the absence of their dad. And, you know, Ivanka Trump was, uh, you know, at, you know, pushing shovels into, you know, groundbreaking ceremonies. They're all, they're, the buck certainly doesn't stop with them when it comes to financial statements, apparently. Yeah, I, there, there was a, a little more uh, pressure on Eric Trump on that front when he was on the stand. Uh, Don Jr., uh, truly, as I understand it from all of my reporting and other people's reporting, uh, is less involved in running the, com uh, the company than, than Eric Trump is. But you are correct that there is an M.O., which is, you know, distancing and, and pushing it off on staff or on advisors or on lawyers and what have you. Uh, you know, we saw that with Trump, although Trump did acknowledge making some suggestions yeah. about these financial statements. But it is a, it is a family owned company that is largely run by staff and that has always been the case.